welcome to the Weirdly Obsessed Podcast. I'm Mandy Martino, and this is my co-host, Lisa Wallen. We're both stand-up comedians and based in the Los Angeles area. And we both have weird obsessions, which is why we have this podcast, Weirdly <laughs> Obsessed, where we talk about everyone's niche obsessions, their passions versus interests, and just the niche hyperfixations we find on the internet and need to talk about. And today is our first episode ever, so we deep dive into exactly what is an obsession versus someone who just likes a passion or interest, which we find out is wildly different things. <laughs> Very different. And then we get into our first segment called Uncommon Interest, where we talk about the obsession of social media, sharing, and parasocial relationships. And if you guys enjoy our first episode, which I know you will, <laughs> please like, subscribe, share to all podcast platforms, whatever you use. And if you're interested, subscribe to our Patreon, where we will be actually taking viewers' obsessions and talk about it on the podcast in special episodes. So please enjoy our first episode ever of Weirdly Obsessed. <laughs> Woo! All right. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Yay. First we episode. We're doing it. Mm -hmm. You're here. Thank you for being here. I have to take a drink or it's bad luck. Yeah. Apparently, you're also supposed to look in people's eyes when you cheer, which I think yeah. is so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime anyone's like, you have to look in my eyes. I'm uh -huh. like, no, I don't. <laughs> Not at all. Um, but anyways, yes. Hi, everyone. It's our first episode ever as i look into both cameras uh we let's do our intro uh we are the weirdly obsessed, obsessed. <laughs> this is the weirdly obsessed podcast with me one of your hosts lisa wallen and me the other host mandy martino beautiful the beautiful host for this um let's do our quick let's just talk about you know, how did this even happen, basically? <laughs> so Lisa and I met. I had her on my podcast, and I just needed more Lisa. <laughs> yeah, there you go. She got really obs weirdly obsessed with me, and then I'm now on the podcast. Uh, no, I – well, yes, I did the Mandy Loves Misery podcast, free <laughs> promo, and it was amazing. And I was like, wow, Mandy has amazing energy, and she's a great – you're a great producer of your own podcast and a great host, and you have a beautiful setup – and our men energy matched really well. And then you reached out to me and was like, would you want to start a podcast with me? I'm like, <laughs> yes, I would love one. And then we we're thinking about ideas of what to come up with. And I was like, well, my noggin is crazy. And <laughs> I guess we might as well just talk about why we wanted to start this podcast. Uh, for one thing, both Mandy and I do stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. But me, outside of comedy, I also stream on Twitch. I do a, a lot of, I'm in a lot of fandoms, which is something we'll talk about at some point, <laughs> but I also have diagnosed OCD that used to greatly affect my life negatively. And I have somehow managed to turn it into po a positive thing, even though it still affects my life negatively. <laughs> um, and I wanted to present that to Mandy was like, hey, would you want to do a podcast where we talk about you know, people's obsessions, the weird things that they're into, the niche things that they love, hyperfixations, you know, things that I think really define people. <laughs> because when you do po comedy podcasts, you always have guests on there that are comedians. They always have funny stories and stuff. But like the things that interest me are the ones where people are deep diving in the shit that they don't normally want to talk about. <laughs> because when you hear them talk about it, you're like, this is a brand new version of you I've never seen mm -hmm. before. And so... 
I think it's just a fantastic idea. Yeah, I was like, I'm I'm sold because I've always gotten super. I am not diagnosed with OCD. I yeah. am with ADHD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got my CD, as you said. Uh, but I've always gotten so fixated. I was telling Lisa how I used to collect pigs for all of elementary school, all of high school. I was obsessed with Billy Joe Armstrong. And she's turned into a hybrid pig Billy Joe Armstrong person. It's crazy. <laughs> My dreams have come true. <laughs> so I think this is something that we have so much to talk about uh, with people online, our own stories, something trending in the news. It's endless. It is. And to prep for this podcast, like we started going over the things that we are currently obsessed with, like, you know, skincare was our big one. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Billy Armstrong and whatnot. And then <laughs> Mandy went even further. and went online and just started looking up like people's weird fixations and obsessions. And it's just uh, there's a you start to realize there's a big difference between someone being obsessed with someone and someone just liking something. Yes. Yeah. Like I, you looked up the actual definition <laughs> of obsession. I will read them because I can't memorize it. Which I will pull up right now. There we go. I just like really wanted to understand before we got into this topic, like all of the different types of obsessions and the depths that it goes into. So one of the main things that popped up was the first one was a passion, the difference between a passion and an interest. And it says a genuine passion or deep interest in particular subject can lead to an obsession. When people are enthusiastic about something, they may decide a significant amount of time and energy into it. So the difference between a passion and an obsession. So is a passion just a pre-obsession? Not, you know what? I try to write a joke about this. Like, uh, obviously, as people can tell who are watching versus just listening. I have tattoos of all sorts of anime characters just a in few. video games. Just a few. <laughs> Only my entire body. I uh and like this there's like one character in particular is tattooed on my hand that I obviously was very obsessed with. And in my head I was like I'm going to show so many people the show. And I watched it with my sister and she was like it's called Mob Psycho 100. And she watched it and she was like that was really good. I was like that's it? She's like, yeah, that was really good. And then moved on. I was like, how do you just move on from that? Oh. I was like, I have to like, that's how I know it's an obsession is that like, I will watch a movie and be like, that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. But if I'm obsessed with it, I'm like, that was a good movie. Now it's my whole personality for six months. <laughs> like, I have to follow every smut artist on Twitter. I have to find everyone who writes fan fiction. I have to find the fandom. I have to infiltrate them, get it tattooed on my body. <laughs> this is my sign off. This is how I sign off is I'm like, I did I did all the things. Now I mark it on my body like a trophy after a murder and I move on. Like, this is that is like fucking sign off if I've ever seen one. <laughs> obviously not everyone does it the way I do but that's the difference is that Mm -hmm. like if you if you genuinely like something and you're like that's good you know like great movie great tv show great book like it'll put on my list of favorites and move on but it's like the ones that's like no I connected with this in a way that is dangerous Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) that's why I hate showing people my favorite movies or shows because their reaction is always underwhelming and I can't even enjoy watching it because I'm watching them watch it and then just like god damn it 
Yeah, and it's it's also the same thing with like like when we talked about skincare and stuff. It's like I have friends that just have like really good skincare routines, but it's like no, I need a deep dive and know what every single thing I put on my body is, all the ingredients. Like I went to Japan with my friend, and like first thing we did was look at skincare. Like we bought all this SPF really cheap, which I gifted to you. Oh, I love it. And we bought yeah, we bought face masks, and it was just like this is like beyond. And then I realized like oh, <laughs> Japan is just a place people go to like find their fixations and obsessions <laughs> like i went there for anime you go there for j-pop people are going there for skincare and it was just like that is the difference is that we went so out of our way and i still want to the day so i'm always trying to find new things to like put <laughs> on my body and my face is oily today because i tried a new product like it's it's that is the obsession and sometimes obsessions can be really really healthy for you mm-hmm. like i think a skincare obsession is really healthy <laughs> but the problem with ocd is that it's usually not like why can i get obsessed with eating a salad or like going to the gym <laughs> but instead i get addicted to a drug it's so true that's like everybody's <laughs> everybody's joke about like amy schumer has a joke about blacking out she's like why can't i just black out and clean my room yeah right like, that like, would be nice why can't my obsession be healthy for me and not fixate on men with like ketamine addictions <laughs> like why can't it be like oh i'm obsessed with like oh. reading good books about my health no instead it's video game characters oh. i want to fuck there you go <laughs> That one's sad because it can never happen. Oh, maybe in the future. You know what? <laughs> With AI, maybe in the future. I can fuck Snake from Metal Gear Solid. We never know. Nothing um, is impossible. Okay, so more of my definitions. Let's go. Again. <laughs> so the next it had it talked about escape or coping mechanisms is why a lot of people get into obsessions. So also, like, I feel like I'm in class when you have to read out loud. I'm like, God, I hope I say these words right. I love it. I love it. <laughs> So it says obsessions can serve as a way for individuals to escape from stress, anxiety, or other challenging aspects of life. Emerging, 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 emerging. <laughs> I thought there was a G in emerging. Emerging. There's no G. Emerging. Immersive. Like immersive. Immersing. Yeah. Um, um, <clears throat> if you emerge something together versus something being immersive, <laughs> like you're immersed into it. You're like deep into yeah. it. Yeah. I, I've always said emerging. Emerging, I think, is a different word, but it doesn't matter. We'll talk about that on a future episode. (laughs) Uh, Immersing oneself in a particular interest can provide a temporary reprieve from reality. I mean, I uh, video games aren't a good escape. Like, actually, this is a good example. Last night I was streaming, and I, the first thing I saw on stream is I had a bad day. I was I had a bad fucking day, and like I just want to play video games. And I'm playing a video game that's like very hard. Mm-hmm. Like I'm dying a lot. And one of person <laughs> in my chat was like, "How is this making you feel better?" I was like, "Oh, because my character's having a way worse day than I am. <laughs> like I didn't get stabbed a bunch today. Yeah. I didn't get I didn't get pinned by some arrows and beat the shell." me by a woman no i just i just had depression <laughs> i saw your post on i saw your story on instagram i was like sorry i'm late i'm depression <laughs> i'm depression today I'm th- but it's true it's like though like i mean it's the same thing with like the same way people watch like i, I mean i always say like the same way guys watch like mma fighting it's like i want to beat the shell of someone but i can't so i watch them do mm-hmm. it and i'm like yeah well uh, there you go i'll listen to screamo music to make me feel better like, can you just say, like, uh, angry? Just it's like a negative plus negative equals a positive. Yeah. Or I listen to screamo music when I'm in a good mood. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it is a good escape, escapism or coping mechanism. I mean, that's the reason why during the pandemic, everybody was, like, obsessed with YouTube and, like... Mm-hmm 
video games and Twitch and stuff because it's like, I mean, I can't go and enjoy my life anymore. I can't see my friends. So it's like you need to have something to escape from. And then some of us just make it our whole personality. (laughs) When I read that, I think of like getting obsessed with a TV show and just binging. Mm -hmm. Because when you have that to look forward to, it is such a dopamine fix. When I'm like, ah, I like can't focus on anything else until you finish that show. And then you finish it and you're like, you feel empty. (laughs) And then you have to be like me. I'm like, I need more. And I go online and be like, what else can I get? Can I get a tattoo of Danny DeVito? Will this help my It's Always Sunny addiction? Yeah. That's ex- like after I finish binging a show, that's when I learn everything about each each actor. You go on a Wikipedia, you learn everything about them. Yeah. yeah, that's the deep dive of it. And it, and there are people who don't have that. And that's why I realize it's a mental illness. Because like my sister has, she loves the same anime as me. She loves like Battlestar Galactica, Firefly, Star Trek, but that has never once made it her personality. <laughs> and I'm like, how did how did you get the good brain? I got the bad brain. And Maybe I, a year's is the good brain. It may I, <laughs> but it is but it is wild to me like it's one of those things where it's like like when people recommend me things i have to say no to certain things Mm -hmm. like especially in like gaming like people be like oh you need to play like baldur's gate and i was like how long does it take to beat like 300 hours absolutely not (laughs) because i will spend that 300 hours in two weeks like Mm -hmm. I, i can't just healthy move like if i know i'm gonna like it i have to avoid things and i don't think if people understand like you really do have to avoid things that you know are going to consume your life for sure yeah and i don't know how that relates to anyone outside of video games and anime (laughs) but i mean i'm sure it's like a book series maybe no i was just gonna say (laughs) i was just gonna gonna say which is funny because lisa and i laugh about how we're like polar opposites a lot a lot of our interests but i was gonna say that is how i feel with books yeah like right now i'm reading a book and i just i just want to read my book and yeah. all of the things I need to do, I don't want to do. That's why I won't download mobile games on my phone. I was <laughs> like, my phone screen is an escape from all the other screens. Like, this is my healthy mm-hmm. screen. And I'm spending 75% of my day scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> which is actually a really good transition into today's topic. Yeah. So we are going to get into one of our segments. <laughs> I like when you look over to our board. We're like, we're not our looking at a board. today, <laughs> now that we talked about passions versus obsessions, is uh, so one of our main segments is going to be called Uncommon Interests. Which I love. <laughs> she came up with the podcast name. I came up with the segment name, though. Yeah. Uncommon it, Interests is great. The best segment name. <laughs> and we're going to talk about like an interest that uh, we both have of our own an uncommon it says it by itself yeah it's an uncommon interest between us and between the world because it's like a common interest in the world would be like the barbie movie mm-hmm. an uncommon interest would be biting your fingernails and watching videos of people doing that <laughs> and being like i just want to watch videos of people doing that and uh i think the funniest way and and the reason why we want to do this topic first is because i think i didn't realize how bad my like hyper fixations and my exceptions were until social media got bigger because mm-hmm. social media shows the rawest version of your brain yeah, in every does. way <laughs> and I, and every website has like a different thing to it like for in for instagram it's like okay obviously you know we post stand-up clips blah 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 but if you look at my algorithm i 
am not watching stand-up comedy. I am watching people clean cars and pop zits. Like that is. <laughs> I, I always say the best way to get to know somebody is if you got to sneak into their social media feed. Like not like who they follow, just the feed that shows what you've liked. Oh God. <laughs> I really just want to know what my explore page looks like now that I think about it. It's actually pretty healthy. It's mainly cats. Cats are good. It's cats and food. But every once in a while, you see a video that looks gross. And I'd be like, that's that's the thing that I look at past 2 a.m. <laughs> I wait. So tell I mean, me more about cleaning. What did you say? Cleaning? I'm obsessed with cleaning. Um, obviously, like I just it's who I am. Like there's always this, I I have this bit on stage about how like I have a therapist and she gave me anti-anxiety meds for my OCD and asked me like, well, how are those meds working out? And I go, well, I just clean slower now. <laughs> Which is, a, it's such a dumb, like, like one-off like joke. But, like, someone told me, I remember I posted on TikTok, which is a fucking mistake, because somebody commented, I think it's very funny when people misconstrue OCD as, like, the quirky cleaning disease. I'm like, it is. <laughs> like, look, get it. OCD can be anything to anybody, okay? Mm -hmm. But, like, it is, that is a big part of it, is, like, yeah, I... I clean a lot and an excessive <laughs> amount to the point where it terrifies my roommate and anyone's house I go to. Like I was hooking up with somebody and I didn't even know that they knew I was clean, but they were like, oh my God, you're going to hate my apartment. It is not clean. I walked in. It was spotless. And oh, he was wow. like, oh, I'm so sorry. These pillows aren't. I was like, do I just have this energy of like someone who's going to just judge? And so I love watching people clean. I play this game called Power Wash Simulator where you literally power wash things. Like I, I played a game come out called unpacking where you unpack someone's belongings and you put it it's like cleaning is such a part of my life and it's like why can't i clean my brain though that would be nice maybe that's why you like to clean the other things what do you mean by games like like a physical game or like an online a video game a video game oh, where i wish you i had a power wash i would power wash everything <laughs> i'd probably power wash my cats if i could no like there's so many games like people that's the thing with social media is that people see what's trending so they see people love watching power washing videos what if there's a video game where you could power wash oh things? wow Oh. and i play it i also play yeah and i play video games where you're gonna pack and like there's a big game called stardew valley where you like you set up a farm and you have like you feed your animals blah blah <laughs> it's like having tasks and organizations it's mm -hmm. like again escapism i don't want to deal with my own problems like my cats wouldn't eat for like a week but i'm feeding all my cats on stardew valley and making sure they're okay for, <laughs> you guys are fine i'll come back to you later but like yeah like social media really like shows that part of your brain because yeah, when it's late at night and you've done all the things, mm -hmm. you've worked all things, you're like, what's going to just make me relax? Like, what's going to put me in my, like, comfort zone? And and it's always those things that you fixate on, <laughs> you know? And it's like, I'm glad it's, like, I stopped biting my nails. Like, that was the big thing I stopped doing. But it's like, then I just make up for that with other things. Now mm -hmm. I just excessively wipe things and lint roll <laughs> and all this stuff. And it's just, anyways, what's your social media feed like? <laughs> So, first of all, I'm surprised I never got into pimple popping because as a girl who had a lot of pimples, uh, I've always been cool with my popping mine. Like, that feels so good and so fun, but I can't, <laughs> I cannot watch anyone else's pimples get popped. I, I can't even, if like my boyfriend will be like, can you pop? I'm like, oh, I can't do anything else. It just, I, I can't. 
But then it's funny too because you'll go on the pimple popping accounts and you'll see your friends are following them. I was like, I don't follow these accounts. I don't need my followers to know. But I'll go in there. It's like forty five mutual friends. Like, why are you guys watching this and letting people know you watch this? This is so weird to me. Yeah. So so no pimple popping on mine. This is one I've kind of been obsessed with for a hot minute. I love watching haircut videos. <gasps> I love haircut videos. Oh my God. I could watch them for hours. My whole feed is so many haircut videos. Until you try to cut your own hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you said you cut your, your bangs yesterday or something, right? With kitchen scissors. Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> That's the difference between uh, interest and OCD is that I'm like, I'm going to try this now. <laughs> uh, I yeah. think I'm obsessed with haircut videos because I've always had long hair. If ever I've had a trim that's gone wrong, my days, like my, my, my life is ruined. I need, my hair is my comfort zone <laughs> and I'm terrified of change. I'm a pussy when it comes to like anything fun, like dyeing your hair. This is totally my mom's fault. She's like, don't put on mascara. It'll ruin your eyelashes. Like, I've been, like, as a little kid, just, like, don't do anything. Don't do anything that'll make you happy. Like, (laughs) don't change your look at all. And now it's, like, I can't change my look. But I love watching other people. I live off of other people doing it. And I also know if I cut a bob, my face is too circular. I will regret it. So I just. I actually love your hair. Please don't change it. Thank you. So there you go. I mean, it's like, it's the same thing with me. Like I watch people, like I I don't like watching tattoo videos because I absolutely hate the sound of the needle. Really? Yeah, I can't, but I'm getting a tattoo tomorrow because I'm an idiot. (laughs) Like I, it's again, it's like, why do I keep doing this? But like, I love watching people get crazy tattoos like on their neck and their Mm. face because I told myself I'd never do my neck and my face or my chest or this, but it's the same thing where it's like, I don't want to do that to myself, but I want to watch someone else because it's satisfying (laughs) to put, it's just the MMA fighting again it's mm-hmm. like these dudes are never gonna fight someone so they watch another no. guy do it and be like yeah i don't want to do that you know what i mean <laughs> same with like people who watch football like and then they're yelling at them to do it like they're trying their best you can't do that <laughs> they're man. trying their best <laughs> just play a video game because then you feel like you're doing it that's yeah, why i love sure. it it's like i am the one power washing this park mm-hmm. and the children are gonna love me for it <laughs> and i'm gonna get nothing out of it but like that's just like instagram and tiktok though like that like i i i think this is very funny like you as a comedian how much i've, I've brought up twitter so many times and you're like oh i didn't know that and i'm like you don't realize what twitter is a it's been ruined but <laughs> like twitter is the place to go to if you want to see what people are obsessed with yeah, I've never gotten into Twitter. Yeah, because it's like one of those things where it's like whatever is trending is what people are talking about mm-hmm. versus like if you go what's trending on Google, it's going to give you national news like Donald Trump, blah, 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 you know. <laughs> and then you go on to Twitter and it's like Donald Trump is like five below seven different K-pop stars. Because it's That's like, very different. Because people, especially like in fandoms and stuff, they go on like Twitter to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you don't have to have videos, you don't have to have pictures. You can just tweet and be like, "Oh my god, the episode of blah 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 was amazing!" <laughs> and then everyone's talking about it. And it's like that is a place where I go to where I'm like, "Why is everyone obsessed with this specific thing?" That's how I found out Swifties were so powerful. Oh, because Taylor Swift is always trending, and it's always for some crazy thing. Not because she released a song, but because it's like <laughs> Taylor Swift shut down the blah 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 government. And it's like, what? Yeah. And it's always like somebody like there was, I think I might've mentioned this to you before, but one of the stories is from a couple years ago. There was a girl who ran a Taylor Swift, like, uh, 
like a fan account or whatever, mm. right? And she had like a pretty big account, but then she didn't tweet for like six months. And then she came back. She goes, sorry, I haven't been updating you. I was in prison. Let's get back <laughs> into Taylor Swift. And then everyone's like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, you can't just say that. Pump the brakes. Why were you in prison? She goes, oh, I refuse to join the Israeli military, which is illegal there. Like, if you don't join the military, you go to prison. And she, and then she goes, but it's okay. I'm a lesbian. I just fucked everybody in there. <laughs> Anyways, so Taylor has been, and everyone's what? like, I'm sorry. What? And then it's like, that becomes like a whole thing. And it's like, and then I'm deep diving. And that's how I found out. Oh, I didn't know it was illegal. Not to join the military. <laughs> like, and then I find out like, oh my gosh, like she did not care about anything. She's like, prison was whatever let's talk about taylor swift like it's like what she's like that's an obsession she has this crazy shit going on in her life and she just wants to talk about taylor swift that's her escapism apparently but it's like things like that's like you don't find that like Mm -hmm. anywhere else reddit is also really good at that too which you found out yeah (laughs) i would like to say though i do use twitter but the only time i use twitter is if it's like 3 a.m in the morning and i'm pretty sure there was an earthquake If you pull up Twitter, it goes 5.3 magnitude. It's like everyone tweets if there was an earthquake. It's good. But if if, like Instagram doesn't work, I go on Twitter (laughs) to see if anyone else has tweeted about it. That's why I'm like, I'm so mad that that certain person that I can't name in case he wants to give us money for this podcast took over. (laughs) Because I'm like, you're taking away the one thing that made me feel comfortable with my obsessions. (laughs) And now I have to like sneak it into all my comedy and all my pictures, you know? So what's going on? What happened to Twitter since it became, what is it called now? X. X? What is this? A fucking porn site? Like <laughs> names is Kid X. It's a this is a weird obsession with Elon the In the, the letter X. Yeah, he's it's very like thir- it's giving like thirteen year old boy listens to Limp Biscuit. <laughs> like that's what I feel when I hear that. Oh my god! <laughs> like, but um, what happened is that there was nothing really wrong with it unless you were on the deep political end because. Like, again, like anytime politics is the most sensitive thing you talk about on mm-hmm. the internet. But I was going on Twitter to talk about fucking Mob Psycho 100. Like I wasn't. But it was like, we need to do something to protect like certain marginalized groups. But Elon was like, I don't like that certain right wingers are getting shut down. So he like buys it out. He's like, I'm going to change everything. And what he did is he messed it up. All you get is like AI advertisement. You get a bunch of porn bots like the X. whole thing very, yeah. very poor yeah. body. and then and, and, and people who are very problematic like saying slurs and all sorts of stuff are coming back on the platform like you go on trending anything and it's all hateful oh. or it's all like some big youtuber or streamer said something controversial it's just become like this weird cesspool of like of a 13 year old boy listens to limp biscuit <laughs> like that is what that is literally what twitter is now uh, but, but i at the same time it's like i still have my my mutuals and my fandoms and stuff on there and it's trying to be replaced by other things but it's hard that it's not until i've switched over to reddit which is like okay i feel like that's me reverting <laughs> i went to an even bigger incel website after but like it, reddit is like it, it's like twitter but it's like you hit your own group to talk mm-hmm. about things which you yeah i found a good one today actually today so um we're gonna have another segment every week called Tr- trending with the twist and we're gonna talk about either topical or reddit subreddits and whatever's online that's trending right now 
And uh, I found one that I, I think is a topic we could both get into. So I'm going to, once again, read it. We're going <laughs> to read the topics. <laughs> okay, so this one's kind of long. So let's see. It says, so I was just browsing on Instagram and doing my thing when I came across a fitness post. I clicked on it because I like seeing other people's progression. And I'm not one of those people who think social media is bad. I believe you can get some good out of it if you choose to do so. Anyway, I was browsing. I found out she had a user handle at the top saying mama to at user. So naturally, yeah, I know. So naturally, I already knew it was going to be fucked. I clicked on it and all it was was a bunch of photos of her newborn child. Oh, God. Say what you will, but that should not be okay. It's gotten so bad there's already an unofficial term coined known as sheriting, which I've never heard of. You as a parent should not be plastering your social media with pictures of your kids, let alone a fucking one-year-old on their own Instagram account because that's the type of shit that leads to future problems. People don't seem to realize just how vulnerable kids can be. This account wasn't even a small account. The child's account already had 2K followers, which is alarming. Have have what opinion you will on Michael Jackson. (laughs) But there's a reason this man decided to always cover up his kids in public, which is, that's ironic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a different topic for another day. Yeah. But. Yet people are here flaunting children all over the internet. I get not everyone has bad intentions, but I still think it's creepy having an Instagram account for a one year old, and you as a parent should not be doing so. Again, nothing wrong with taking photos for safekeeping, but why post them on the internet for strangers to see? I really hope this is a popular opinion because right now it's getting so bad on Instagram. We basically went from don't talk to strangers to look at my child, look at him, to a bunch of strangers. I have so many <laughs> thoughts on this. We got we we got time. Um, for one thing, I did not know the word sheriting was a term. Me neither. That is amazing. Yeah, I love that word. I'm gonna use it for everything. <laughs> I'm like, don't post pictures of my cats. Okay, I'm not sheriting my cats on the internet. Um, well, here's the thing. Before we even get into that, this reminds me of like in high school. Uh, we had a. It, it was very weird. All the popular girls basically obviously hung out together mm-hmm. but they all did everything together a lot of them were mormon which kind of makes sense why i'm going into this um, <laughs> but once they all became moms they all started becoming instagram moms every single one of them okay like not there wasn't one person in the group that wasn't like oh you know i'm just gonna post my it's fine to post your kids every once in a while like it's a birthday party baptism i don't post any photos of my nieces Mm -hmm. i i want to i only (laughs) post them to close friends because it's like i have so many followers i don't know who is gonna take my my niece's photo and ai am into shit and i also don't know if there's any weirdos following me like it's just and also kids don't consent to this stuff i agree that's the main problem and that's what grosses me out is like i mean i I don't want to get too into it because some of them are listening like, bitch, you talking about me? Yeah, I am talking about you. Stop fucking doing that to your children. But it's one of those things where it's like these girls were like, they were very beautiful. They were very gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They were very fashionable. And then they got to a point where it's like their moms now. I'm like, how can I monetize this? Yeah. I still want people to know that I'm hot, but I need to make it more relevant now. <laughs> And so they put their kids on there. Yeah. It's fucked up. They put their matching outfits with their kids. They get their hair highlighted and curled. And you're like, I haven't, I didn't wear makeup till high school, maybe even college. 
like mascara well, yeah. on a baby <laughs> mascara well it's not even just that it's like it's like a they want sponsorships like mm-hmm. there's one post that i i don't want to bring up physically um but i i shared it to my friend I was like this is the funniest shit i've ever read this girl that i know is like an instagram mom and she posted this thing where she's like holding her baby and she's breastfeeding right mm-hmm. and it was a whole like it was during the time a few years ago when they were like free the nipple Mm -hmm. had so many different meetings but it (laughs) was basically like yeah women should be breastfeeding in public like this is a completely natural thing if you are looking at a woman breastfeeding and you're thinking anything sexual that's fucking weird (laughs) but she posted it and it was a very beautiful photo she's like her with her baby in public and she's breastfeeding him and the caption was saying like it was very beautiful but then the end of the caption she said uh sponsored by blah 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 tagged all these brands in it tagged like pampers tag tag it's like oh you didn't want to send a message mm-hmm. you wanted this to go viral so that you could get sponsorships out of it all the wrong which reasons. is so gross <laughs> like trying to monetize a good cause or a good trend for your own like for your own i guess gain on the internet is so gross but to do it with your children mm-hmm. it's like your children a, are you giving your kids money for all your sponsorships? <laughs> are your kids getting paid for this? It was so gross and so like off-putting. It's like if somebody took like Black Lives Matter and was like, okay, well, anyways, I have a joke about Black Lives Matter in my new stand-up special. Yeah. You should check it out now. It's like, <laughs> what? You're missing the point. It, yeah. So it was just one of those things where it's like, they're trying to get their dollar and they still have that weird narcissism they have from high school, but mm-hmm. they can no longer like play on it because they're either married or they're or they're too exhausted so they're like okay i'll make my kids because moms love going on instagram and seeing mm-hmm. kids do dumb shit and they love seeing like what kids are into these days i mean i get it from my sister like she sends me mom, mom TikToks all the time <laughs> and they're really funny but a lot of it is like oh well if you like that video check out my blah 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 and it's like you're just Ugh. plastering your kid for money it's like the new version of a pageant mom yeah it oh that's a good way. Of, that's a really good way of putting it. I was never, thank God, my sister was a pageant girl growing really? up. Yeah. And then she got out of it because my mom was like, this is gross. Like my parents were very good about that. But here's the thing is like these kids, what's going to happen when they get older and they see that their parents have been plastering them oh, all over the Internet? Like, that'd be creepy and socially like psycholo- psychologically fucked up to see like what you were looking like in your I don't know. I don't know what it would do, but it can't be normal. People posted like their naked babies online. I know. Free the nip. Yeah. And they like, (laughs) they post like their kids outside of diapers, like running around, like, like, look, I'm not saying I look at a naked child and I'm uncomfortable, (laughs) but I'm saying I'm uncomfortable for your child. Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't know what to do if I was like, you know, like imagine if we were born in like the early 2000s. I found out my mom put my like little vagina on the internet. (laughs) Like, also imagine this too. Imagine if one of your kids gets famous when they get older. Mm -hmm. Like, and somebody's like, oh, well, we've seen your entire childhood. That's why childhood stars are all fucked up. Look at the Nirvana baby album cover. That guy complained about his picture being naked. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, my penis has grown since, but please. (laughs) For the love of God. And And that's another reason why, like, as much as I love... Uh, you know all my beloved child stars that's why so many of them got into drugs and fell off the deep end is mm-hmm. because they were exploited at such a vulnerable age like their brains aren't fully developed they yeah. they got robbed of their childhoods because they were just 
constantly been bombarded with with people who are inappropriate paparazzi whatever it's the same thing on the internet yeah there is a famous celebrity um i won't say who it is because i don't want to give the the, list, the viewers the satisfaction of looking them up but there's a famous <laughs> celebrity as a daughter who got big on instagram when she was like 14 15 okay. years old and she like did like cheerleading she did dancing all the stuff and you know because she's young and beautiful she would and this is okay <laughs> Lots of thoughts here. Uh, I'm dying to know who. Lots of thoughts here. Uh, Gen Z is so privileged to be able to know how to do their makeup at 14 years old. Oh, my God. I'm still <laughs> figuring it out. <laughs> like, like, I, yeah, I just learned how to use highlighter. <laughs> it has changed my entire... I have gone instantly hotter in the last year just from putting highlighter on my nose. Yeah, it's not that kids are hotter these days. Is that they just know how to put themselves together we were pimples and sports t-shirts yeah and we put like blue eyeliner on oh i had white i shaved my eyebrows off and redrew them <laughs> no way i had the chola brows for like three years of my life oh. and i have beautiful eyebrows i'm like what am i doing because it's like everyone's like oh we didn't like thick eyebrows back then no it was out our natural beauty was a spray tanning the shit out of ourselves mm -hmm. And then putting on <laughs> foundation that was way too dark. I would gel these two pieces. Oh, I still do that. It's fine. <laughs> um, but no, it's like, and then, so it's like, she's posting her face on the internet. She's got beautiful makeup. And all the comments are looking amazing, baby. Looking amazing, sweetie. And you look at these accounts are like 70-year-old men. To a 14-year-old? To a 14-year-old girl. Oh. And that's the thing is that, like, I'm not saying that she is put, like, I would never say, oh, she's putting that out there and asking for it. It's like, no, there are really messed up people on the internet mm -hmm. that find ways to get into things like this. Yeah. And so it's like, I can't imagine doing that with like actual children. And and, and we learn so much now about consent. Like um, there's a, a app that I have on my phone called, uh, I think it's called Beauty Cam. I'm not sure, but it's a Japanese filtering app. Mm -hmm. And there's a filter on it that lets you blur out people's faces behind you, which is amazing. So if you're taking like a picture in a train station or if you're taking pictures at like a monument and there's people in the background, it automatically will blur the faces for you. So you're not in the back like. <laughs> yeah. Well, also so that people because it's it's more like like they're really big on consent. So yeah. it's like like, well, they are, but they also have their own problems. But, <laughs> but it's like you're blurring people's faces so that they're not caught in your photo. Yeah. It's always embarrassing when you like zoom right? into the people in the back. They have no clue. They're being photographed right now. Yeah. There was a YouTube. See, I have you're, you're like, I'm never going to talk, Lisa. I have so many thoughts on this. Okay. <laughs> we are going to have many episodes. I'll have my time. Yeah, I'm not there, worried. A, there was a YouTuber that got in trouble years ago for doing that. Uh, she was taking pictures in the gym locker room, making fun of somebody for being there. Really? And yeah, because a woman was like overweight. And she like took a picture of her and posted online and like got flack for it because it's like, hey, this woman didn't consent to putting your yeah. shit on there. But also like you shouldn't be body shaming anyone to begin with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a big thing in TikTok now is interviewing people on the streets and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, did these people consent to doing this? No. I think all of this, the moms, those people is just everybody being obsessed with wanting attention. Yeah. And they're now do going to lengths that are so unethical and not funny. They're do they'll do anything. Yeah. To just get like, like crowd work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you're making content off of someone else's content. Oh, it's crazy. Reaction videos, that's content out of yeah. content. I do like, you know what? You did bring up something earlier that I wanted to talk about because you said, uh, also, you spelled obsession O-B-S-S-E-S versus I, O-B-S-E-S-S. I keep doing that every time. <laughs> I just love that because I do that too. You talked about how when you watch something that you're obsessed with, you want to see someone else's reaction. Oh, yeah. See, that's the type of content I do love, though, mm-hmm. is that when people do reaction videos, I used to not understand it. And then I was like, well, if you didn't like the show, I want to find someone who does. And it's like, so-and-so reacts to this boss fight. So-and-so reacts to this movie. And like, that's content. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, yeah, it is someone being like, I can't come up with an original idea. So I'm going to exploit my kids or exploit something else so that they make me all the money. Yeah. I think there's a difference, too, when you're watching people. You can tell a reaction video that is legit, like they mean it versus them faking something you can tell they've watched before trying to get views. You're like, I see through it. Yeah, like it's not genuine. (laughs) And like the thing too about kids that's scary is that, you know, the whole goal of these parents that are like putting their kids on the internet is to watch them grow up. They're like, this is a fresh batch of content that's going to mm-hmm. last me for years because we're only going to age. So if I just, you know, let's start with the journey of when my kid was born until they're blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no. Just use your dog. Go back to the pug Instagrams. The right? dog doesn't need consent. I, I follow so many cats yeah, online. Yeah, use your animals. Yeah, I want to see a cat grow up. And plus, cats don't even know what it is. If I said, look, you're on the internet, they'd be like, this isn't food. <laughs> that's really my, but yeah, and, and it does concern me. I mean, like my sister made her Instagram all private and I always like I just want to post pictures of my nieces but I'm also like no I'm not going to do that they're too beautiful for the internet yeah my <laughs> my best friend Grace uh she she made our logo pink pelican shout out mm-hmm. uh she has the funniest she has two little kids and the funniest videos of them all of the time. And I'm always like, ah, I hate that your account's private because you would go viral. And she's like, not that I want her to do it, but I just see how funny they are. She's just killing it. And then she's like, I don't care. She's like, yeah. I don't want anyone to see this besides my followers. And I'm like, it is the way it should be. But man, these are good videos. Some, <laughs> some of them are funny. Like I have a video of my mom where my mom is the little kid in this. I'm just using my mom for clout. No, I have a video where I like set up a Nintendo for my mom mm-hmm. and it went, it went oh, yeah. super viral on Reddit. And to this day, I still have like all these companies being like, can we use your video? And I would be like $1,400. No. Uh, and it went viral because my mom's reaction is so genuine. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe you set this up, blah, blah. And then there's a clip in it where my mom is teaching my nieces how to play. Aww. But she's being like a toxic gamer. Because oh. my niece is like three. And she's like, let me see. She's like, no, 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 no. And it's so funny. But it's like stuff like that's funny. Like one of my favorite kid videos of all time i'm sure you've seen it was where the girl sees all the seagulls and she's like three years old and she goes look at all these chickens and i haven't seen that <laughs> but it's so it's like videos like that are so cute because these are genuine they're yeah. not like oh i made my kid do this thing mm-hmm. you know like uh like the moms that we talk about the instagram moms the girl doing the breastfeeding stuff she probably wasn't even breastfeeding her kid <laughs> she's the baby's probably, like she was just like my makeup looks amazing right now it's like, it was like a f- the funniest thing is it was a photo shoot and it's like girl like i should have read past the bullshit but it's like those type of people who make the the videos of their kids blah blah mm-hmm. blah they're not genuine they're like we just want 
We want a reason for our kids to go viral and we're just going to keep pushing this content until something happens and people follow us. I'm curious with time, like, because social media, probably I feel like it started when I was maybe Instagram in like college-ish, end of high school. Uh So I feel like social media started 10 years ago. I think it maybe after the quarantine had started the peak of it getting insane. Where do I like? I think social media is probably the biggest, most relatable obsession to everyone right now. Oh yeah. And I wonder, like, to what lengths is it going to go before? When when I meet someone on like a dating app who's like, I don't use social media. I'm like, Are you? Do you kill people? What do you do? <laughs> what do you mean you don't use social media? Yeah. That's insane to me. Well, it's also we're starting to see the problems of it because there was that woman that got arrested and is going to prison a couple weeks ago. You probably heard about this. And, oh, maybe a month ago. I don't know this out, but, <laughs> but she got arrested because she was a big TikTok mom giving all these like hot takes, like TikTok, whatever. And she got arrested for abusing her kids. Really? And she went to prison for it. Um, yeah. And because one of her kids came forward about how her parents, her mom would handcuff them <gasps> and not force them to not eat, would force what? them to do labor because they said they had to stay in shape. And they said, this is what God's path was for you because she was like a Christian oh, mom. No. And then there was another YouTuber that adopted the Chinese baby and then realized she didn't want it and returned it like it was a rescue animal. What the hell? Yeah. And it's like, so now you are starting to see how bad the obsessions with social media start to affect the people who are creating it. Mm-hmm. And people are into it. And like, I mean, this is a good last thing I want to talk about, the parasocial relationships, mm-hmm. which was another topic we wanted to talk about. Um, which I didn't know that this was a thing. And I wish it wasn't a thing. It isn't. Yeah, it's not a good thing. I mean, it is on some level, like like me being obsessed with a character is mm-hmm. a form of parasocial relationships because it's like... Like this character connects to me on an emotional level, even though they're not real. But parasocial relationships in relating to social media is way worse because the people are real and because social media is the easiest accent to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like like you can go on Nicki Minaj's voice or posts and just say things that on there but can you tell us what the definition like what it is because i didn't even really know what it was at all it's basically like a person forms a relationship with somebody who either doesn't know they exist or doesn't even isn't even on the same level of that usually it's like someone who is a fan of someone Mm -hmm. thinks in their head that that person owes them their time because of how much they're obsessed with them and how much they watch their content or likes their music and then that person just like, I don't know who they are. Yeah. And it's a very real thing right now that is is very bad. Like you'll see people who uh, subscribe to like people on OnlyFans or like YouTube, blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, well, I gave you money on your your tier and blah, blah, blah. Like, why won't you pay attention to me? That is a form of parasocial. It's like because this person invests so much time into this other person that they have this idea that that person owes them something. So it's kind of like if you're at the bar and at the bar, if you're at a bar and a guy buys you a drink and then he now thinks that you have to talk to him. Or sleep with it. I would. T- I would. T- I would say that is like that is more of a guy being a creep. But yes. But yeah. But that is kind of like a real life version of it, where it's like there's not an even between that person and the person who likes them. Mm-hmm. And you see it big on on Instagram and whatnot. You'll have people who like. I've had this happen before where people would come out to every single one of my comedy shows, like mm-hmm. someone who likes my stuff on Instagram, which is fine. I love the support, but then they like want to hang out and like hover around me and like yeah. talk to me like we're friends. And I just want to be like, buddy, 
I I think it's great that you support me, but I'm not your friend. And yeah. like I've had to break that down to people. And it, it same thing has happened with celebrities. Like there's people who will go to every single concert for one specific artist or every single show, and they'd be like, oh, because I'm a huge fan. One day, like they're gonna notice me, or like I'm friends with this person. Yeah. This happened to me like two weeks ago, oh, actually, God. to somebody. I met a guy at a show and he was like, oh, do you know so-and-so? I was like, yeah, they're one of my close friends. He goes, me too. <gasps> and I was like, that's awesome. And in my head, I was like, oh, that's great. We know the same person. Yeah, they're safe. We have a friend. And of course, I messaged her. Let's be real. It was a guy saying he knew a girl. And <laughs> I messaged the girl and she goes, I don't know him. Oh, what did she you was like, go, oh, yeah. She goes, I followed him because he interviewed me at a show once, but like, we're not friends. I was like, oh, he made it sound like you were really close friends. And of course, like I immediately unfollowed them because I'm like, mm. that's, just, but people have this idea because I've associated you with in real life or online means that we have a connection. Yeah. And, and I think with, with the big thing about people being obsessed with social media, they find creators or they find people who have the kids and they're like, I'm obsessed with that person. And then those people form unhealthy relationships with them. And the moral story is please don't do that. (laughs) That's all. I think that is an unhealthy obsession. Yeah, I have met people. I mean, I'm sure you've met people from comedy shows that love your comedy and you've so you've been friends with them yeah or people are like oh i loved your comedy blah blah and like i've worked with people who just liked my streams i or I've done photography with people who are like i want to take pictures of you and that's fine but like they don't put themselves in a position where i owe them anything yeah i have a few people that have gotten to that level and i feel like i've tried to think like right now before you get famous use these small learning lessons to how to deal with people in the future like don't send them your real address if they want to send you something and you don't always have to reply to their dms to be nice sometimes i purposely leave them on read <laughs> just so they know that i do not give a fuck that okay. is awesome yeah like, so you've learned yeah and like i i still struggle with it Like I've had my friends be like, you're too nice to them. Tell them to fuck off. And it's like, I can't because Mm -hmm. naturally as a woman, you don't (laughs) want to make a man angry. It's just in our, it's in our, our DNA or whatever. And my friend's like, no, fuck that. (laughs) I have a friend who's like, she's huge on OnlyFans. Like Mm -hmm. she has millions of followers. She's my sugar mama. (laughs) And she is just straight up like, hey, buddy, fuck off. And I'm like, I want that power. And she's like, you just have to. Like, you just have to because people, not saying that every person who has a parasocial relationship is dangerous, Mm -hmm. but sometimes they really do don't understand social cues. Yeah. Or they don't have, they they just don't get it. So you really have to be harsh with them. It's like, buddy, I told you to go away and you didn't, so fuck off. Yeah. Well, that's what they, (laughs) I'm going to say, that's what they teach you. But like, um, you learn that growing up with dating too, that yeah. you don't speak up because you think if you speak up, it's going to scare the person away when it's not how it is. If you just speak your mind, it's, it's not yeah. a bad thing. You, I think also we naturally, I don't know, as women or entertainers, we put other people's comforts first before us mm-hmm. because we don't want to look bad. Yeah. But because of the age of internet and social media and all this stuff, you have to like know like your comfort is your comfort. I'm very vulnerable about things like that. Like don't send me weird DMs. Like sorry I haven't replied to everybody or like on my stream I'll get mad. But like stop asking me questions about my dating life. That's weird. Like I'm like because it's like – 
yeah, like you have to set boundaries with people. And like, I, I love how we transitioned in this because it's true. It's it's the same thing with these kids getting to an age and trying to relate it back. When you're 12 years old, you gotta set a boundary with your weird Instagram mom to stop oh. posting pictures of your small wiener. Stop doing that. It's that yeah. simple. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's a thing. We could we could talk about social media all day. But I what I do want to get in before we close up. If you've made it this far, that means that you like us. Thank you. Um, <laughs> or you're wondering when this will end. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but before we wrap it up, since this is the first episode, uh, I'd like to dive in a little bit more about who we are and where how we got here. We got here together. We told you, but just how we got to LA and what we do and who we are. Uh, do you? I'll start. I'll get. I'll do yeah, you really start, quick. I've been. A, I've been <laughs> taking over this whole podcast. No. Uh, so I've been in LA for ten years now. You're not on camera, Lisa. Lisa did not just spill herself. <laughs> I also like how I always bring bubbly drinks, and I'm always burping and spilling things. I did an episode the other day. I just had like a watermark on my lip. I was like, cool. Didn't notice that was there. Um, but okay, so I've been in LA for ten years. I started uh, stand up and improv in Florida while I was getting my business degree, which I didn't want to get. Uh, but I did that anyways, and I, I'm not smart. I didn't learn anything. <laughs> I think I Christmas treat all my tests, but C's get degrees, and I did it. Um, so out here, I started at the Groundlings Theater in school where I felt less than, and um, everyone at the Groundlings is so talented. I just Including you. Oh, God. I had fun. I did it for seven years, and then I was like, I can't keep juggling improv and stand-up because you just need to really pick a lane yeah. at a certain point. So I've been just doing stand-up for the last four years, no improv, and then the best choice I've ever made. But I'm sure like doing improv has helped me oh, on yeah. stage. I didn't waste like I didn't waste like all my money and time. No, it's you totally didn't. fine. It's you totally, do, you have amazing stage It's preference. totally fine. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um totally great. But right now I just just stand up and I love podcasting and I'm excited about doing this and you'll learn me a lot too. more about me but this is going to be fun. Yeah. And then I just moved to LA last May. So I'm, <laughs> I'm a baby here. But before that I was in Seattle my whole life. I've done stand up off and on for almost 10 years now. Um but I really really got so more serious about it than ever after the pandemic which was mm -hmm. like I was already like 7 years in but I was like <laughs> bitch just fucking do it and then I just obsessively just kept trying to get booked for shows I started doing mics again blah blah and has been again one of the best decisions ever and then I also stream on Twitch which helps me want to do stand up more Twitch mm -hmm. is my improv <laughs> because it makes me a better it, even though I don't think it does I have noticed that my my comedy is so much better now and mm -hmm. more structured now that I stream I'm more comfortable because I'm so used to being on camera live that I'm not scared of fucking up <laughs> and I'm also not scared if I say something funny and don't get immediate reaction um I stream on Twitch but I also do like hosting and content production for a bunch of different companies like I've worked with Sega and like IGN and because I have an extensive knowledge on things that people shouldn't have extensive knowledge on <laughs> Like which video game characters I want to fuck and stuff like that. And people are like, we love it. We'll hire you for something. So that's basically my story. And now we're doing this podcast based around obsessions. And we both do stand up and I'm really excited for it. Yeah. And then hopefully eventually 
they will go on the road together and you I guys know. can come see us live. Uh, all right, let's do some plugs. Do you have, so this is going to be, we're at the first week of February. February. I said it like you spell it. February. 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 And um, I'll, I've got some plugs. I'm going to be in Boston the first weekend of February. And then the second week of February, I will be in Tampa, Florida, Boca Raton, Florida, Florida, Florida. And then I think one other part of Florida, I just go to mandymartino.com. My other podcast is Misery Loves Mandy. You have to check Lisa's episode if you just want more of us. And uh, we'll have episodes out each Thursday. Yep. And what do you have to plug? I stream on Twitch. <laughs> I have I have like no comedy shows coming up but I kind of did that on purpose because I got burnt out of reaching out to bookers and just want to focus on getting my gaming stuff done you were just doing so many shows don't, don't really, let, let yeah, her say I that just she just did, did a festival I just did a bunch of stuff in Seattle where you get paid and <laughs> the only other thing I really have coming up is I'm doing a comedy festival in Boise in March which I'm excited about but right now my big focus is just trying to get more gaming stuff because that's where the opportunity <laughs> um but also we are gonna be setting up a patreon too yes which we're really excited about because that way we can have people who subscribe can put in their own weird obsessions or something mm -hmm. that they saw that was trending on the deep dive dark web or whatever and then we'll talk about it exclusively just to people who subscribe to us and we also may have had some previous episodes that we've recorded <laughs> <laughs> that we might release some clips on there as well too so it'll be really fun and it'll help us get the ball rolling and so lisa doesn't have to find a real job <laughs> this year yeah you guys <laughs> we need your support also so for the patreon if you have something we'll put the email below but it's weirdly obsessed pod obsessed has two s's after the first one <laughs> s <laughs> it's spelled correctly yes uh, so please send in your obsessions and we'll talk all about you and we're going to deep dive and learn about your obsessions as well which I'm excited about uh, so yeah thank you guys for watching yes and we're excited we'll see you next time bye bye, bye. <laughs>